Thank you for checking out the Real Life Columbus podcast. Real Life Columbus is a student ministry of North Highland Church in Columbus, Georgia. We exist to help students know that Christ has reached down to us with love, provide a place students can be engaged in community, and help them advance in their faith so they can lead others to Christ. For more information or to connect with us, please visit our website, www.realifecolumbus.com, or check us out on social media at Real Life Columbus. So if you want to sit or if you want to just linger right where you're at, I don't want to make this awkward. I don't want people moving all around the room. So if you just right where you're at want to take a very reverent seat, I'm going to invite, let's see, Isabel. Where, where is my friend Isabel? And here's what I'd like for each and every one of us to do for these next few moments. Here's the, here's the game plan and here's the parameters that I'd love for us to abide by. Pastor Juan, where is he? There he is right here. Here's the thing. In my personal life, when I was a high school student, no one influenced me greater than my friends. No one's voice was louder in my life than my friend's life. And so tonight, we're going to hear specifically from the mouth of our friends about what Jesus has done for them and in them and through them. And so tonight, what I'd like to ask is that every single one of us be very attentive to every person who chooses to stand up boldly and proclaim what Jesus has done in their lives. Give them respect. Give them honor. Let's cheer them on when they're finished. If, if they are nervous at first, let's give them grace because it's not easy to stand in front of 300 people and say something on a microphone. So here's what we're going to do. I've got a couple young ladies that I'm very proud of. And they're going to share their story of what God has done in their heart. And, and Pastor Juan is right here, and he's going to be right back by the sound booth. And if the Holy Spirit of God is pricking some of your hearts to share something and testify of the goodness and the greatness of what God has done in you and through you, I would like for you to make your way to Pastor Juan. And here's what he's going to do. He's going to hear what you want to share with this group, and he's going to either say, yes, go for it, and send you to me, or he's going to lovingly say, look, I get a sense that that's not the direction this service is going. And it's not because your story isn't worth sharing. It's, it's just God has placed authority in Pastor Juan and myself to be the shepherds of this flock, and so if he senses that it may not be the right time, then I promise you we will make sure we find the right time and the right opportunity for you to share your story. But right now, I've got my friend Isabel. Say hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Awesome. Share your story just briefly. struggled with really severe depression. I was suicidal and I would self-harm and it was, um, I cut myself off from everybody and it really made me, um, a really closed up and lonely person and, um, I was really sensitive to things and then, um, my parents didn't feel like I was like being scapegoated out of my family. They asked me why I couldn't be like my sister with my grades and my siblings would bully me and call me ugly and call me fat and I mean, that's like a sibling thing, you know, but like when you're closed up like I was, it was really hurtful 
And um, honestly, like one day I was um, I was really done like with my family and with just me and going to school. And my parents um, made me go to church that week. Like I had to, like I was forced to go to church, and I really did not want to go because I had like given up on like all this life with a God that has so perfect, loves me who's been broken and hurts himself and cuts himself off from everybody and doesn't want to talk to anybody and has completely given up faith. Why would he want me? And um, he, uh, that day, it just so happened that a girl from my church was sharing her testimony. And um, I mean, just hearing preachers talk, it's just kind of like, okay, well, you're a preacher. So I mean, you're always going to say stuff like that. So hearing a girl who was close to my age um, tell me that she had gone through something exactly like I had. I broke down into tears in the middle of service and I gave my life to Christ that day in seventh grade, but, um, you know, I fell off. I was, um, I was really unstable. So like around freshman year, I fell off and, um, I felt like I, w- I couldn't find my purpose. And, um, so I, I, ca- I quit going to church again and I was looking to like physical things and people to like make me feel like I was worth something and make me feel something. Cause I felt numb to everything else. And finally, um, my sister got saved, and uh, we went to Overcome with my home church, um, Evangel Temple, and I got saved again at Overcome, uh, and um, during that service, I, uh, I found that I, like, I have the gift of prayer. I can pray for people, and I speak in tongues, um, and um, I realized that I wanted to be a missionary like my aunt and my uncle did in India, but I wanted to go to Africa and serve in Ghana as a missions pastor, so... Praise God. Praise God. So tonight, we, we celebrate your breakthrough. And I, I just want you to share to these people who may be going through some of the same things that you went through. Depression, self-harm, boxing themselves in. What advice would you give them just real quick? Um, honestly, if you come here, like um, that song he just sang says, like, you're the reason. He's like, he's the reason you came. give Isabel an awesome round of applause. We love you. Candace Jeffrey, where you at, girl? Candace, we love you, girl. Candace got baptized tonight, and she testifying. Candace, tell your story.
I just went through my whole life just like thinking that in the back of my head that like I wasn't worth anything. And I just kind of questioned God because later on I was like diagnosed with depression and I just didn't know how to deal with everything. And so I was just like taking the antidepressants, but it wasn't really helping. So I just kind of tried to lead myself to like self-harm, but it it just didn't help really. I was still hurting. And so I just decided to come to real life because I've always grew up in the church, but like I didn't really know about God. Like I knew that God died for us, but I didn't know like the meaning of it. So, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm still singing. Whew. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so I came to real life and I was so gratefully blessed with meeting the right family here at Pulteney and also like a child. And um, ever since last year, I haven't had to take my antidepressants unless like, <laughs> unless like something really happens. But yeah, I just thank God that he just gave me like the hardest struggles because he knows I'm strong enough to overcome them. Amen, amen. I mean, Candice, your smile is infectious. You've got such a beautiful smile, and the whole time you were sharing your story, the, the thing that constantly kept coming to me is the devil is a liar. The devil is such a liar, and he constantly lies to us to try to, try to deceive us to believe that we're worthless when look at how awesome this young lady is. Look at how beautiful you are and how incredibly inspirational you are to this room full of people. And you just declared in front of God and creation that you are his child and you are a part of this family. And now from this moment forward, we are declaring over your life that the lies of the devil will no longer be effective over your life. In Jesus' name. Let's give Candace a round of applause. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Pastor Juan, do we have a male? We got a man? No, not not a man. Middle schooler, awesome. Here we go. Mercedes got baptized as well tonight. Mercedes, testify for us. Okay, so before I came over here to real life, I've been having a few problems over at school. I always be myself. I'll be weird. I'll be funny, and I'll be crazy until one of my friends walked up to me and said that I needed to stop, that God isn't liking this. So I was like, okay. So for the rest of the day and the next day, I wasn't myself. And so when my mom took me over here and when I prayed to Jesus and when I met my first friend over here, I felt more comfortable being myself and I felt like I could be myself so the next day I told the next day at school I was myself and when they walked up to me and said that I they didn't want me to act like this I told them God made me this way and if you don't like it then you need to go find another friend because God liked me like this. God may be this way, and if you don't like it, then go find yourself another friend, because this is who I am. Awesome. Praise God. 
I, I don't know how to follow that. She just gave us goosebumps up here. This is awesome. Hey, I'll tell you, Mercedes, what my youth pastor told me. My youth pastor, when I was in high school, he told me that if someone will be crazy for something, then they will be crazy for Jesus. And so I speak that over your life. You are on fire now for Jesus, and you're going to be who God created you to be with confidence, boldness, strength, courage. And you, people may call you crazy, but you ain't crazy, girl. You're just in love with Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. That is awesome. Okay, I am going to, do you have a, a man? I'm going to throw one curveball real quick. I'm going to invite my really good friend, and he is a leader in this room. And he has led many of you to the Lord in these altars over the past few months. I'm going to invite my friend Adam to come. Adam, Adam Wright. This, this man is called to ministry. I'll just go ahead and say that over his life in front of all creation right now. He is a youth pastor in his own right. And I am so proud to call him a friend. And uh, I'm so honored to serve next to him as a leader in this kingdom. Because it's not my kingdom, it's God's kingdom. And we serve together because we love you. And I want him to just share from his heart for the next five minutes. Well, thank you, Jonathan. I'm, I'm not going to break down and cry. But it, it's, it's heartwarming, it really is. I, you know, I, I come here every Wednesday. I get here bit late because I don't get off till seven and I stand over here in this wall over here where I sit down and I feel God's presence all the time when I'm in here but what bothers me and some of these kids over here probably got uh, a name for me now because I always go up to them like hey man quiet down hey man can y'all be quiet hey y'all let the presence get in y'all I don't do it to be God is speaking. I don't want you to miss it. Because when God speaks, if you don't hear it, you might miss an opportunity that's going to change your life. And I don't I don't know how to explain it to you. It was a couple years ago when I first time I ever heard God speak to me. Now I've been saved since I was 15 years old, but I have backslid a lot in my life. I have done many bad things I will not share, but I have done bad things in my teenage years in my young life. But in the last eight months, I have felt God's presence. I have felt God speak to my heart and speak to my mind. And, and he, I've even argued with God one time over giving somebody some money because he told me to give it to him. And I was like, you're crazy. I'm not giving this man my money. But when he really wants you to do it, he will send you confirmation because my wife later on that day told me the same thing that God had told me in, earlier in that day to give that person that money. So God speaks, and I don't want you to miss the opportunity. I want you all to be able to. I'm looking at this corner, and they're going to probably really hate me now <laughs> because this is where I'm at. This is why I know what goes on over here. This might be the good corner. I don't know. <laughs> but y'all are great. God loves you. And I don't want you, and, and that's why I keep repeating I don't want you to miss God's presence because when's the last time you've really felt him in your presence? I want you to really think about that. 
because some of y'all talked through the whole service. And when this man's up here telling you what God put on his heart, I don't want you to miss it because it's valuable information. It's God's word. It's, it's what God has put on him to speak to you all. And like I said, it can change your life. This man, I look at him, and the other day I told him Sunday morning, I was on my way to church, and I just had a, a, a visual in my head of him with all with, with youth, with all your youth walking around, following him around the church. And there's some real core, godly Jesus freaks in here that really believe in this man because of what God's done to him. And I told him, I said, I visualize you being like Jesus and these young people as your disciples. And it's, it's, it's overwhelming. It's, it's just it's heartfelt. I, I just don't, I just wish you could feel what I feel sometimes when I'm in here because I know some of y'all feel it, but then I see some of y'all and I know you're not feeling it. And I don't know and I, and I pray to God, I'm like, God, touch their heart. Let them feel what, what's in this, in this room right now, the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is in here. But you've got to want him. And if you don't want him, if you don't invite him in, he's not going to come. You have to invite him in. There's something else on my mind, but I got overwhelmed with this. I love you, too. And that's my right hand right there. You know, because I have doubts sometimes. I really do. I have doubts a lot. And, you know, I'll pray about stuff, and I'll be like, I don't want to do this. And, you know, and then she'll come behind me and say something that encourages me and, and promotes me to do it. And if it wasn't for God and her, put God first. Because you always put God first. Her, I wouldn't be back here. And when I'm up at this altar and y'all come down and we pray over y'all, some of y'all go through the same person thinking, I gotta get to him, I gotta get to him. Where's that person at? That's fine, but I want you to know this, okay? When that person prays for you, it's not the person that can heal you, it's Jesus working through them for you. Okay, so just remember that. When you see that evangelist on, on TV healing a man and walking in that's in a wheelchair and gets up and walk, it's not, it's not him. It's God. And I just, I just want you all just to please take it in the heart when he speaks and listen because it's God working through him to touch you. I love all of y'all. And I want y'all to keep bringing and inviting kids. I want this place to be so packed that we have to go next door or take over sanctuary because God's working in this place. And some of y'all might be scared to tell your friends about Jesus in school because you feel like they're going to make fun of you. Or they might tell their other friends. But if you're scared, I just want you to invite them. Just tell them to come to church with me on Wednesday night. You ain't got to tell them nothing. Let them experience it. Because the Holy Spirit's in this place. And I'm sure when I get down here, I'm going to forget to say something. I'm going to be like, why well, didn't I say that? 
but I want y'all all to know God loves you. And you got to put him first. You got to let him work in your heart. Don't be rebellious. Don't run from him. And I just pray that all of you will take this in consideration. Don't put off tomorrow what can be done today. And I don't mean to be mean. I don't mean to be ugly. I don't want to step on nobody's toes. But some of y'all are like, I got the rest of my life to get close to God. I can, I can do this after my high school, my college years. Some of y'all might not have experienced it yet, but you more than likely will. Somebody might experience the death of a friend, a tragedy, whether it's a car accident, whether it's disease. They didn't know that it was coming. Don't wait to the last minute. Don't wait to say, I'm going to worship God when I'm done with school. Do it now. Put him now in your life. Pray to him every morning before you, when you get up, when you ride the bus on your way to school. I pray when I go to work because that's my prayer time with God. From the time I leave my house to the time I get to work, I pray to God. And every day I pray. Now, there might be repetitious prayer, but I pray every day that God keeps my kids safe. They will keep my, my kids healthy. That, that God will protect my wife because I don't know how long I'm going to be here. But I want to live as long as I can with my family. I might die tomorrow, but today I publicly have told them what I do in the morning because I pray for them every morning. And don't be ashamed of God. Do not be ashamed of Jesus Christ. He died publicly on the cross for all of you. And if it wasn't for him, there would be no heaven for us. God bless y'all. I love y'all. All right. Do I see you, SG? You're you're gonna do it. All right. SG is gonna come. She's gonna give her testimony real quick. Y'all love SG. And as she's coming, I want to invite just a couple of the adult leaders to come and and make their way. Just a couple adult leaders, not everybody, because we'll overwhelm this. But we're about to do something in just a moment after she shares. But SG. Thank you for being with us tonight. Hi. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of people. Okay. Um, okay. Um, when I was younger, there was some stuff that happened to me that just left a lot of gaps in my life. And I grew up in church, and I went with my family. But I was really angry with God that he let this stuff happen to me. And so growing up, I would just try to fill the gaps with so many things. Um, in middle school, I started starving myself and throwing up. And, um, of course, that didn't work. And then I was still empty, and I just felt alone. And I was just angry at the world. And then I became very depressed, and I started self-harming. And then...
that could actually just fill me up and make my life feel complete. And then um, one day I came to realize her name is Shalinda. She prayed with me. Um, now she's my mom. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm the brown and then mom. <laughs> I'm the brown mom. Okay. <laughs> Leave the mic. Um, and then she was like, so we have a fall retreat coming up. And I was like, okay, this lady just prayed for me. Like, I should go and stab you in two. And I was still rolling my eyes because I just, I didn't like the idea of God. How could someone who's in charge of everything let bad stuff happen to people? And um, then I went on the fall retreat. Yeah. Um, and then I got saved. And it was the first time in my life that those gaps felt filled. And it wasn't because anything. And it wasn't because anything really changed in my life. It was that I let him come to me. It's not like circumstances changed. I just allowed him to take the pain away and to fill those gaps. And if something in your life has caused gaps, I just really encourage you to stop fighting God and to just let him come into you and fill you up. And give it up for SG. We love you, girl. All right, here's what we're about to do. I'm going to have just a couple adult leaders up here up front with me, but I want you to think just for a moment. Over and over through testimony after testimony, what have we just heard? We, we've heard that I felt empty. I felt alone. I felt depressed. I believed the lies the enemy was feeding me. I felt defeated. I felt like I, I couldn't keep going anymore. I was trying everything, and everything else was unsatisfying. So in this moment right now, I want everyone in this room to realize not through the voice of a preacher, but through your friends, that Jesus Christ is the only thing that can satisfy your life. Jesus Christ is the only one who can save your soul. Jesus Christ is the only one who can give you freedom. And so right now in this moment, we're about to go into another session of worship, and, and I'm going to invite you to stand to your feet in just a moment, not yet. But right now in this moment, I want every head bowed, every eye closed. Because I believe very strongly, like I said earlier, somebody came into this room thinking that their semester is over and it's too late for you. The things that you've done have been too terrible for God to forgive you of. And, and I've come tonight to say once again, that is a lie from the pit of hell. And your friends have just refuted that lie by their bold testimony and how their lives have been set free. So tonight there's, there's individuals in this room who you need the love of Jesus to invade your life just like SG said he invaded hers. And so I want to give you that opportunity. You're in this room right now with every head bowed and every eye closed and you know you're far from Jesus. You know that if you passed away tonight, you would not spend eternity in heaven because you don't have a relationship with the Son of God who died for your sins. I want to tell you tonight, there is mercy, there is freedom, there is forgiveness available to you, but it's only through the blood of Jesus. 
Jesus Christ died for your sins and he took your penalty for you on Calvary's cross. And the Bible says that if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then he is faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness. So right now in this moment, if that's you and you need the forgiveness, you want to have a relationship with Jesus and you want to give him your heart tonight, I want, to, I want you to raise your hand because I want to pray with you right now. Raise your hand and hold it high. You want Jesus to forgive you. You want the love of Jesus to cover a multitude of sin. Thank you, God, for all of these hands right now in this moment. God wants to set you free. Don't miss this opportunity. He wants to give you a new life, just like the people who were baptized. In this next moment, your old self is about to be passed away, and you're going to be a new creation in Jesus Christ. Anyone else? Raise your hand and hold it high. We're about to pray. Everybody in this room, say it loud and say it proud with me. Dear Jesus, I confess right now that you are Lord. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on Calvary's cross for my sin. And I believe on the third day, this power of God raised you from the dead. And that same power that raised you from the dead is available for me today to forgive me, to set me free, to help me, to give me strength, to give me purpose, to give me fulfillment. So right now, I ask you to forgive me. And right now, I dedicate my life to serve you. From this moment forward, I'm leaving my past, and I'm moving forward in my future with you, Jesus. You are my Lord, and you are my Savior. Thank you for saving me tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's celebrate. Come on. If you need prayer, we've got some of our adult leaders up here. But let's stand to our feet and let's worship God. We're going to have three more songs of praise and worship to our God. Let's worship and praise Him for what He's done.
sing it out. No sin. This is a powerful declaration. Come on. We sing that over our lives tonight. No God, you pursue me. Come on, sing it out. some praise tonight, real life. Come on.
before we go into this, I was praying about today and the Lord began to speak to me over real life. I want you to say something with me. My voice is a weapon. Say that. My voice is a weapon. You say it. My voice is a weapon. Come on, like you believe it. My voice is a weapon. The Lord began to speak to me and he said, there are two things that open doors in the kingdom of God. One is prayer. Two is your praise. Come on, you need to get that. You need to get that. There are two keys of the kingdom that open the doors of the kingdom of God is your prayer and your praise. And most of you got prayer. When we come into the house, you know, we're like, yeah, you know, we're praying, we're believing. If you have a need in our, in our lives, when we have needs in our lives, we lift it up to the Lord, but we stop there. What the Lord began to reveal to me is that so many times we make the mistake of praising when we see the blessing, but not when we don't see the blessing. And now you have a need in your life when we have needs in our lives, whether it's, it's a family member who is not saved. And I know everyone in this room has at least one family member who doesn't know the Lord. So that's something we pray about. And, and we're not praising yet. But God says praise even though you don't see them rejoicing my name. I'm doing a work in their life. And now when you lift up your voice, what you're doing is you're creating an encounter for that person. You're creating an encounter for that person. Every need that has been in this house, every, every testimony has been a declaration of what God has done in their life. They're rejoicing for that. If you haven't seen that in your own life, begin to praise so that when that moment comes, rejoicing can happen for those around you who can see the blessing in your life that is coming into fruition. So one more time, what my, my voice is a weapon. Come on. We're going to go into this next part. You know it. Let's declare this like we never have before. We've sung this song so many times, but let's believe it with all that we have that God is going to shake the earth. God is going to shake the earth. Come on. God is going to shake the earth. Come on. Come on. Every heart lifted up. And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. Come on, lift it up. All the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. your voice and all the earth will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones for we sing the Lord come on one more time one more time lift it up all the earth will shout our hearts will cry Say it to your breath in our arms, so we pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's your breath in our arms, so we pour out our praise to you, oh. 
service of the school year. Next week, we've got a big event planned called Real Life Goes Hollywood. It's a celebration where you dress up. It's going to be, the theme this year is prom. Come dressed in your best. We'll be um, walking the red carpet next week. We'll have dinner for you. We have ribs and some, I mean, it's going to be delicious. I'm excited because I'm a hungry kid. But um, <laughs> aside from next week, this moment right now, this right here tonight is what we exist for. This is the reason that real life is what it is, because we want to hear the stories of how God took someone and transformed their life to make them completely different. And so we're going to go ahead and we'll release you in just a minute. we got to do something special for releasing. Um, and we've got cake for everyone in the cafe. But before we release, I'm going to pray, and then let me have all of you pause on running out. Um, I'm going to have all of our girls from TC. Y'all are going to be dismissed first, so y'all can go in and grab cake. And so everybody just stay put, talk amongst each other. But let's pray this thing out, and then next week we are going to have a shebang party, and then we will, tonight it'll be shebang. It's going to be incredible. Bring your dancing shoes, because I'm excited to dance. Um, also, tonight on our Instagram, Twitter, social media stuff, we'll be releasing the schedule for Burlife's Big Summer. It's going to be incredible. You don't want to miss our summer that we've got planned. And then our first summer sermon series starts in two weeks from tonight. It's called Views, and it starts in two weeks from tonight. And then we've also got a line. I don't listen to Drake. We've got a line of Real Life Apparel, a summer line that will be coming out over the next week and a half, too. So be on the lookout. Let's pray this thing out. Y'all ready? Father God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you, Lord, that we have the opportunity to come together to lift up your name. God, we thank you that you give us a place. You give us the opportunity to come before you broken so that you can make us whole again. Father God, we thank you for what it is that we've seen and heard tonight. And Lord, we ask that those things be sealed now until eternity, God. And Lord, we thank you that this is just the beginning and you are not done with us yet. The greatest is still yet to come. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. You guys have a great night. TC girls, y'all go and get yourself some cake. Everybody else, y'all stay put for a little bit. Talk amongst each other.
Oh, okay. 